Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. That's a great catch by David Tyree. Welcome to Catch the Moment Podcast. I'm your host, David Tyree. Happy to be back with you for another episode. This is where you come to get you to your next moment along your journey. We're going to give you the pain points. We're going to give you the process. We're going to give you the tools that you need to succeed at every moment. And I'm excited because, honestly, today we're talking about life. We're talking about legacy. And this has been a woman who has been a tremendous inspiration for me, the one and only Joetta Clark Diggs. It is a pleasure to have you. Thank you for being with me. Thank you, thank you. That was a great introduction. I, I'm going to have to take notes on that one. <laughs> no, you got to pinch myself to make sure you're talking about me. Mm-mm, <laughs> so, I mean, I'm going to like, I, I'm going to assume that most people know, but um, you have so much to offer to, 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 to this audience, to the conversation. Um, if you don't know, Joetta Clark is a four-time Olympian. Um, she is an entrepreneur. She is a motivational speaker. She's a mother. She's a friend. She, and, and so when I consider who you are as an individual, it's kind of the same kind of legacy that I'm looking to have for myself. So before I get, you know, I got the, we got we to gotta handle square away a little business. Okay. So where were you when you saw the helmet catch? Mm-hmm. What were your memories? Who were you with? Blah, blah, blah. We were having a Super Bowl party. Okay. And we were, we're, we're Giants fans. And so, okay, we, yeah, it was, we, were, we were ready. We had, <laughs> we had one person that wasn't a Giants fan. There's one? There's one. No and problem. And it was, they was wolf talking and all this stuff. <laughs> so we were watching, you know, you're not blocking for it. You're like, come on, God. You know, we're, yeah. we're all that stuff going through our mind. Then we are like, oh, now we're, now we're at your moment, which we don't know it's going to be your moment. But we're yeah. like, oh, man, this is something. <laughs> and then so that was now we're down on you know we're down I forgot the line that you're on but you're down the field now yeah yeah and so we're like okay we got a little bit more time left let's make this happen and it was the rest was history but yeah it was, it was like yesterday so sitting here seeing you I, I never know. met you in person it was like wow that's a moment that really goes down in history and my family because we're big Giants fans and that's so cool we used to all go to all the games when we were little kids but watching that that catch is like what in that? How do you do that? Thank God he did that. We yes. won, and we did. It. We had nothing to do with it, but you know, as no, it's fans, we. We're we. No, you know the fan. The fans got to insert themselves, and when you kind of get emotionally vested, and that's that's the beauty of sport, Absolutely. right? Is um the inspiration that it that it that it gives you, and obviously, you know, like when we talk, when I use the word inspiration, it's it's hard not to to like, and I'm not going to get too deep into it, but your father is Joe Clark. Joe Clark, for anyone, if there happens to be one person you need to know that Joe Clark is a pioneer of a man, a leader, and ultimately the inspiration of Lean On Me. So was that was that with y'all when you're watching the game? Yeah, my father, my father, my father was here. Um, he just he transitioned in 2020. I heard. But back my then condolence. he was with us. We were all together. That's so and awesome. It was just really cool. My father's reserved, so he wasn't he was like looking at like, He wasn't move. He wasn't No, but he was happy. <laughs> But he was no stoic kind of guy. Yeah. And we're just jumping around. But he always told us that, you know, cream rises to the top. And mm. he says that, you know, in life, you never know what's going to happen. Sure. Just keep playing. 
I keep like playing. It. You know, if, no matter what place you're in in the race, just keep doing your best. And that's what you guys did. That's what you you kept playing. We did, yeah. and ultimately that was the that was the the kind of resilience that was one of the marks of our team. Like it was like I think we won ten games, ten straight games on the road that season. Yes. Obviously underdogs, um, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the script because when I consider your your journey through sport, your journey as a dynamic, um, I'm like. I was amazed. There's one thing I'm going to get to, but okay. you have some memorable experiences and accomplishments. What was the most meaningful moment of your career? And not limited to track, but I can imagine for the many years that you competed at the highest level, there has been some iconic experiences. Wow. Well, you know what? I, I competed for three decades, for over three decades. And yes. so to just say one, it wouldn't be fair because at each level of my life, it was have, different. Have at it. Have <laughs> so, at it. So uh, in high school, I'm going to go back. I got out of high school in 1980. So I went undefeated in high school. So I'm the only athlete in New Jersey's history to win the sectionals, groups, and all groups four consecutive years. So that's high school. Undefeated. Undefeated. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's high school. So college. <laughs> see, that's crazy. So college, uh, um, I, I won uh, like 10 or 12 NCAA t titles. And, and this so, was for Columbia? Did you go to Columbia? Columbia High School, high school was high school. Okay. College was uh, Tennessee Lady Vols. Excellent. So, so I did, um, I won about 10 to 12 NCAA titles, and we won a national championship. So that was big. Nice. And then open, I made four Olympic teams. Jeez. And uh, my last one in okay. 2000, David, I think that that might be the best, because we went one, two, three as a family. Yes. My mother and father were alive to see it happen. My brother was our coach, and we were Team Clark. And I was 38 years old at that time. Wow. And so I was at the end of my career. My sister won. She was at the beginning of her career. Great, yes. My sister-in-law had one more team to make. Sure. So she made 2004. And then I retired in 2000. So if I, if I had to choose one, because my parents were alive, my brother was the yes. coach, we were one, two, three. I was the team captain that year. <laughs> I would choose 2000. But for three decades, I tried to break it up. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That is so special. Okay, so... All right, there's a lot just for me to break down there, and I, I remember that. So yeah. just just for my audience, I got to just brag on Essex County. I got to brag on the legacy of, of your family and ultimately your, your career. But 2000, that was the one that I remember yes. actually connecting the dots that you were Joe Clark's. I'm like, what? are you serious? This man has produced greatness out of his loins. <laughs> so um, that was special for me because I could actually remember watching that Olympics and like I said, as a kid growing up in Essex County, hearing about the Clark family being in South Orange, yes. you guys are like folk heroes. <laughs> like it was, it was, yeah. you know, we weren't at a time back then where you could just like connect with anybody on social media. Yes. So you actually had to like know somebody who knew somebody. So um, tell, so give me, you know, like I'm not going to rewind the clock back. I want to actually ask you a this was the most impressive thing that I found when I kind of just did some light because I wanted to learn a little bit. Um, 28 years of competing, I read, and no injury. You never missed a season. Right. My goodness, how <laughs> in the world? 28 years yeah. of existence, and you never, you never missed a season? Well, yeah, God, God gave me a body that could endure. I think well, I think we, we, we're kind of looking at this, right? <laughs> that's, part, that's part of it, and I think... Um, we, I came through a period where there were ice tanks and 
OTGs and, and ice baths and massages. We didn't do any of that. You know? Come on, so, talk about it. And so I, I really just have to attribute everything to the God-given uh, body that he gave me. Amazing. And um, me being able to, to do the best I could with the equipment that we had. Man. But I, I was really fortunate. I, 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 like I said, 28 years, didn't miss a season. Yeah. Uh, no injuries. Even now, uh, I, I'm still walking around fine. You know, people, I Go mean, I'm not that. Talk your talk. <laughs> you walk around here well, fine, strong, beautiful. Well, well excellent. I, I accept all of that. But, I, but to be honest, I don't have any of the, I think my body was just built to last. Like yeah. energizer bunny. Yes. I, I think that that genetically... Um, but what, as I got older, toward the end of my career, I did do the stretching and the things that are now available. Sure. But initially, the, the, the groundwork, you would have thought I would have been able to go that long because we were running on, on cement. We didn't have the proper <sighs> shoes. We didn't, you know, want train on grass that much. Wow. Everything that they're talking about we should do, we did the opposite. We did the opposite. You know, so. so this is actually, I'm not going to go too deep. This is one of the biggest conversations for me when I look at the progression of sports yes. where... And I think they're right. Like these these things that we've learned and discovered have become some best practices. But you guys endured through things and were able to adapt and be, let's just say, grittier, tougher. Um, and endurance is, to, to me, I'm like, okay, the beautiful gift of track is that you have an event that expresses everything, right? You got sprints. Yes. You got middle distance. And then you got long distance. You got strength. You got the throws. You got the throws. So everybody can find their lane in the track, but yes. but endurance is what life is all about. So when I look at your career, I'm like, this is the this is endurance embodied, and and a and a and the at the highest level. So 28 years. So I, now I know we, we got different generations, and your daughter's competing at such yes. a high level right now. Do you kind of look at some of the athletes like, man, <laughs> y'all y'all getting a little too little little too cute with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So give me your thoughts on just watching the evolution. Yeah. I think it's good to have evolution. Absolutely. But at the basic foundation is that no matter how you evolve, you got to train, mm. you got to rest, and you have to show up at the competitions. Come on. So no matter what you're wearing and how you're thinking and all yes. the showtime you want to do, if you're not performing, the bottom line is that you're not going to be that champion that you could be. So for me, I tell mm. my daughter, if that's what makes you happy, uh, nails, hair, whatever you're into, yeah. do that. But the bottom line is don't forget to train. Don't forget the rest. And yes. most importantly, on Showtime Day, don't forget to show up and execute your race plan. Ooh. So the evolution, I'm, I'm fine with the evolution. Me too. And, and, and I, I, I'm one of those people who say, they don't want to hear what you did or how you had to shovel the lanes and all of that stuff. <laughs> what I tell them is that if I was running against you, I would beat you because I train hard. I know how to train. Yeah. You cannot work me. Ooh. And that's something that these kids... <laughs> You know, they, they don't they don't stick to it. And I think it's very interesting that you said this, that, and I think because conditions were different, let's just say they were different, mm -hmm. like you were willing to put yourself through more not knowing that there were limitations. Right. I think one of the challenges that we have with the, so much information is that we actually now place limitations on athletes and we don't know if people are getting to certain thresholds. Right. And maybe in their training, it's like, did you train hard enough? Right. Or, you know, so that's pretty, that's pretty awesome for you to now be, um, especially with your daughter, yes. um, in the seat of, I mean, what kind of seat are you in? I mean, like, you can train yes. her, you can celebrate her. It, how is that for you emotionally? I'm in the mommy seat. For okay, sure. okay. Coaching-wise, she doesn't listen. 
And so I learned that early on. So that, that ship sailed. Got I'm it. a mommy. Uh, I am a, a cover. You know, I pray I cover her. Yes. And make sure that when she is out there with managers and coaches, that they have her best interest at heart. Excellent. And that they're doing what they're supposed to do. So I, I pray and yeah. I'm a mom. And I'm a fan too. I'm a big fan of of my daughter. I'm a fan of what she's doing on the track, what she does off of the track. And uh, the legacy continues, even though she's running one lap and I ran two laps. Yes, you did. She's still executing at a high level. And I'm very thankful that she gets it. Not Mm. everybody gets it. You know, you're not going to have great days all the time, but you put a great effort in all the time. And when it counts, you show up. That's what she does. That's fantastic. You you said you said it so well when it comes to uh, just some simple pillars: the training, the rest, and at the end of the day, you know you, you got to show up and perform, right? right? And I think there's foundational. What you know, I can imagine you know growing up in your household, something we can't not talk about. Like, what were the some of those foundational pillars that and. I don't want to ignore the possibility because your father's legacy is so huge. Your mother and your father, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, parents, yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, sometimes, I mean, like, yeah. he has this such massive legacy where it's almost like it appears like you didn't even have a mom. Yeah. <laughs> well, but that, and that would be what people would think in the media. Yeah. But people that knew us, they knew my mother was very uh, vocal and vibrant in, in, in the relationship. As a matter of fact, my mother was the one that said, Joetta, just because you don't see someone doing something doesn't mean that you can't do it. My mother had a business in Newark uh, on Bergen Street prior to the riots in 1967. Wow. And so when the riots came, she had the sign saying black owned so they wouldn't loot the business. I remember that vividly. Wow. And she was a business owner. So I saw that happening as a little kid. Uh, my father was stern wow. and strict. And he was the one that said that you're going to run distance. And back then in, 70, in the early 70s, um, even now a lot um, Africans were running distance. So you didn't sure. see black Americans running distance. No. And so he was like, I'll put you all in the distance. And if a parent gets behind their kid and provides them opportunities, they will succeed. Mm-hmm. So we had that for my father. My mother was like, well, you can do whatever you wanted to do. And they, they did everything in their powers, coming through a very trial, sure. trying time in the, in, uh, in the 60s. Yeah. With, with all of the, the challenges that they had to face to provide an environment for us to succeed. Amazing. And that's what they did. So my mother was very important. My father, too. And my father did, uh, uh, in the media, overshine my mother. Yeah. But when you met them, you make no mistake about it, you knew, you knew it was she was <laughs> very instrumental in the development of her, of her, of her kids. That's amazing. Because I didn't want to overlook that because I, I, I know what it is when you have two committed you know, when you just have two committed parents, a healthy home paradigm, yeah. that's 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 what gives these these beautiful children these seeds that you're planting the opportunity to flourish. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's you you guys have been that seed of inspiration because it's kind of like as a kid growing up. You know, <laughs> I grew up 1980 baby. You know, <laughs> and and that was that was one of those movies that set the course for making me a proud black yeah. kid in Essex County, New Jersey. Yeah. You know, like I said, and then I'm like, oh, he's in, he's in South Orange. Yeah. My, my family's all Newark, East Orange, and I eventually land in Montclair. So it's like like indirect family. Mm-hmm. So talk to me like, okay, so dad begins to set the course and give, cast some vision. Um, what were some of the core, like, was there some core values? Were there some echoes that yeah. always permeated that kind of set the course of your or your track career that, or your, your your experience as a as a you know, because it's really your mindset that cultivates the sh- that pathway to uh, to success. So, what were some of the themes or um, 
you know, values that were so important in your, in, in your upbringing? Well, David, the one thing that my parents were saying, and I say this also to my daughter, is that when you start something, you finish it. Ooh, and that was something that we learned very early on. Yes. Piano lesson, dance, ice skating, roller skating, Christian, whatever they gave us, we started it yeah. and we finished it. And it's not about being the best and winning all the time, sure. but it's about maximizing your skill sets. So whatever talent that you have, you put all that you have in it yes. to do well. And along the way, your schoolwork. You know, you don't mess around with your schoolwork. So you got to keep the brain. You gotta if keep... the brain is not right, your other activities will not happen. Cool. So that was very, very, those are some lessons that I learned. And also about, we always say, um, clocks get up, clocks, clocks get more done by nine than most people get done all day. Because we got up early and we did whatever our chores were. Wow. We did our homework. We did our track and field. It was very structured. Sure. And that was natural for us. Some people didn't understand it. Yeah. But when I look back at it, it worked for the time period and sure. for what he was trying to, to do and my mother as well. So now I find yeah. myself implementing some of those strategies. But you got to bend. <laughs> so you can't you be a little exactly... Plow. In order to be great, you have to be flexible. That's so to good. be a good athlete, to be a great parent. I hope y'all heard flexible. that. Come on out. In order yeah. to be great, you got to be flexible. flexible. That's right. And so that's what I've been. I've been able to 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 keep the core there. Sure. But be flexible enough for the times of 2022. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's like I said. It's definitely a, a, a age where there's a lot more listening. And I think number one, we sh it's not that we shouldn't have listened back then. You know, I consider the times, and, and, and you mentioned the, the riots in Newark. Not many people actually know, like, that that really, yeah. <laughs> what what the history is yeah. in such a historic city. And I talked to my dad, and he tells me a little bit about it. So, you know, things weren't as safe for, for black, you know, for black children back then. Yeah. <laughs> so the amount of discipline and care that your parents had was, like, revolutionary, necessary to... To cultivate you guys, um, talk to me about like you know what what. So you know when I look at you, if, if somebody just looks at your resume, your pathway to success, we could easily consider the pedigree of, of your family. What has what has been some of the biggest obstacles that you've had to overcome on route to success, early or even later? Well, I think um, if I'm being candid, being black was an obstacle, mm. and especially uh, being a black woman. And, uh, and being an athlete sure. and uh, not having that face, dark-skinned, scary wow. Jerry Curl look back in the day and yeah. wanting to be a model. So that wasn't something that happened. Wow. Having to deal with the t people turning me down and saying that you're not able to do that. So wow. running was the one spot where I could beat everybody. I don't care if you're black, white, tall, short, I'm winning. So <laughs> that... That was a struggle, sure. being black and then running distance, being a woman, and then being being smart on top of all of that, mm. and them saying, "Oh, that's an anomaly. That's not that's not usually how it is." So <sighs> trying to dispel that notion, my father said, "That's not your burden to carry. That's too much for you to carry. Just worry about what you have to do." Mm. So as I got older, um, you know, black didn't change, and being a model, that I always wanted to be a model. And mm. I just, they said, you don't, you don't have to look. We don't want your look. And that was for years. Mm. But in 1996, Nike came to me and said, Joetta, no, they didn't come. I went to them and said, can I be a model for this campaign they had for the Olympics? Wow. And they were like, you don't have the, 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 uh, the look that we want. You're not a high-profile athlete. Wow. And at that time, it was hard for me to hear. That's 1996. 
1976. Yeah. And I'm still hearing that. So I got angry because I was at that time, sure. had made two teams. Yeah. I was getting ready to make my next team in 96. I was the best American at that time. So mm. why not use me? Wow. It came around that they ended up using me because the high profile athlete they wanted to use wanted too much money. Mm. I didn't know my value. I didn't know my worth. I had no one representing me. So I'm going into wow. something where I could have gotten some money. Had I, had I gotten it, I go into just wanting to be on the campaign. Sure. So with all that being said, I think the hardest things were being black, being a woman, and then not uh, having someone understanding my worth at that level that I was then. Mm. So then I got a team behind me that understood my value. Like I now understood it. Yeah. So then things began to soar. Wow. So that's 1996. And that's actually probably, in my personal opinion, the most memorable Olympics up until recent, maybe Hussein Bolt, obviously. Yeah, 96. Oh, my goodness. Well, quite a time to at least bet on yourself and approach Nike. I want to applaud you for that. Yes. Because, you know, one thing I'm, I'm big on is is that unconventional means to getting where you believe you, you belong, right? Like, whatever that destination is, oftentimes it's not a conventional pathway. Absolutely. And, you, you know, I really appreciate you sharing that because, obviously, this is the height of... Um, conversations around race and hopefully there's going to be continued you know, just, just more progress right yes and um but you were really at the epicenter of it for a long, a long time. time and not getting paid that the amount that we wanted and you know wow not having the voice and the confidence in the in the world behind you like no, there was no did voice. and 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 Allison felix did it made it a little bit easier oh man uh, in 2022 than it was in '96, because you were getting, you were, they, you know, you were getting paid by them. Sure, I was a pro athlete, sure. so you didn't want to rock the boat too, too much. Wow. But you still wanted to get your worth and your value, so you had to be strategic in there how you're is. doing things. And I, when when I did that, my latter part of my career, I made a lot more money than, than I did at the beginning wow. part because I wasn't making any money. But then I'm doubling and tripling toward the end of my career what I, you know, was making. So Got it worked it. out. No, that's fantastic. Yes. And like I said, I'm so glad you're sharing this because this is this is the journey that this is why honor is like this big thing in my heart. Like anyway, you know, if you get to know me, I'm like, man, you have to honor the people who've gone before you because opportunities weren't typically given. You know, in in most instances, especially when we talk about pioneers yes. in any particular pathway, they were created. And someone, in some measure, even if it wasn't the same as another one, like there's only one person who could stand on an Olympic podium and put a black glove on, yeah. right? So that was a major sacrifice. But there's other people who have made tremendous sacrifices and just even just discovering what it's going to be like for you to say, I'm worth more. Here's my value. Now, t t talk to me about like, okay, so, wow, because your, your career is rich, right? So I'm, uh, I want to get into like, um, how about the the... The, the, the family competition. <laughs> wow. That's funny. So obviously, you know, you're the, you're the, you're, you've set the pace in the family. Um, but obviously it was some young, hungry, young, hungry Clarks yes. and Diggs yes. <laughs> coming yes. right behind yes. you. Yes. So what, what was that? I guess you said, what was that dynamic like? And, you know, I think the first, the, the first, in my personal opinion, it has to be the most difficult in some ways, mm -hmm. even if it's not a burden, it's yes. just, it's never been done before. Yeah. So kudos. So what's that like? Well, we went into it. It wasn't about making the team together necessarily at that time. Um, my sister-in-law ran the 400 meters. So mm. my brother decided to put her in my event, the 800, because she was getting older 
And even though she could still compete against the quarter milers in the world, he thought if he moved her up, he, she would have a longer career. Mm. So she comes in my event. I got upset because <laughs> I'm doing fine without you. There's already enough people here. So why are you coming in here? And then, and then you come in. The second time you ran my race, she got the American record. Something I've been trying to do for years. So insult to injury, upset. This, this is another pain point yeah, right here. Yeah, 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 I'm upset. I'm mad at him because as your older sister, I got in trouble for you all the time. And Yeah. You know, you know, as the older sibling, whatever the younger one did something wrong, you got in trouble for them. Plus, you got in trouble for, for letting it happen. So you got double whammy. <laughs> so on. I'm like, what's, what's up with that? So I wanted to leave the group because I'm like, you don't care for me, blah, blah, blah. And so he said, a, a happy life is a happy wife. And he gave me that piece. I said, okay, I got that. But what about me? And as a result, however, once I really focused in, sure. she set the American record. And that meant that I can do it too because I'm running, we're trained together. So my mm. mind, it was a shift in my mindset. So you ain't get better, you got better. I got better, but not immediately. Yeah. And that's the problem. When when this happened, I had to admit that I'm I'm upset. Yeah. You come in, you get the American record, um, you're running my event, only three people make the Olympic team. Now we got you as a new person that is pushing stuff around here. Yeah. So I didn't like it. Um, but what ends up happening is her coming in my event, sure. I ran faster, and I be, I even made even more of money business wise because mm. she wanted me to rabbit her races because she needed to have someone that was could run the eight hundred at a certain time to get to these different points uh. on time. So now I am making more money for running and stopping than I was <laughs> making for running and finishing. So there was a, a silver lining there, and sure. then. I'm now running 157. Wow. So I go from running 158 to 157, being ranked in the world. So, But it didn't happen. I was not happy. It's, I did not understand it. Yeah. Um, I had to bite my tongue a lot. But then when all the smoke cleared, the vision was there. And see, mm-hmm. I, didn't have, I didn't have any vision initially, so I could have no victory. But when the vision cleared, I can now have some victory in, in my sport and in business and in my life, yeah. I'm not having any grudges anymore. I'm excited. Sure. But initially, when I heard it, yeah. I didn't like it. No, it's a blow. I mean, you're a competitor. You're the best in the world, yeah. more or less, at what you do. And it's like, you know, it's like you just bringing in Ivan Drago or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Why? It's, it's, it's enough folks here already. Yeah. But what I learned from that and what I talk about to women especially is that in business or in sport, but in business, there can be people with like minds, mm-hmm. and you can elevate each other. Uh, and, and I think that I learned that from track. Talented, sure, just as fast, if not faster, and we can elevate each other. There you go. So in business, I talk about how you can have someone with the same credentials, sure. degrees uh, as you, and you can all thrive in the same space. See, this is so good because so many of us, our competitive nature, it pits and creates separation where collaboration can elevate each and each and every person yes whether you work together or within work within your own lane yes. it's the collaboration the exchange of thoughts and ideas but i ain't letting you leave you said okay. without no vision ain't no victory yes. okay <laughs> absolutely we gonna we gonna hone in on like okay so that that was i just want to make sure y'all 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 connected that you know because 
So that gave you tremendous vision. It crafted opportunity. Like I said, the, the beautiful thing is your honesty. Just like, you know what? I wasn't about that life. <laughs> hey, no. what's wrong with y'all? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't happy. Okay, so talk to me about the transition now, you know, moving away from track. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you, that's, that's a, that's a, you actually had a real career. Like, when I, th- when I talk to, especially with NFL athletes, our, our, our careers are typically so short where it's like, hey, man, this ain't a career. Yeah. This, this is an experience. <laughs> but you yeah. had 28 years. You do 28, you know, yeah. a, anything for 28 years. That's yeah. a real career. Yes. So what was that like transitioning? And how did you replace that sense of that height of greatness and competition moving forward? Like, what was that like? Were, you, were there voids? No, the transition happened while I was still running. So my business, Jordan Sports to Be Honest, has been around for over um, almost three decades as well. Wow. Because I did not know in track I would keep going. So I was preparing to leave early, like in 27, okay. 28 years old, because <laughs> there was no money. I remember the wall came down in Germany in 1989. So, well, so until good. that time, they were running the 154s, the Eastern Bloc countries, 155. I'm running 159. That's way off the mark. Wow. So... When the war came down in 89, no more Eastern Bloc countries, no more East Germany, West Germany, Czechoslovakia. All of that changed. Sure. And they left and dispersed, and the trainers dispersed. So now they're now running 157, 156. I can run that now. Wow. So um, I was, I said, well, I'm getting ready to leave the sport because there's no money here. Yeah. And so I started the business a concept, Georgia Sports and Beyond. Yeah. Didn't know what the Beyond was going to be, but it was Georgia Sports and Beyond. That's the vision. You got to have that, that, that vision. So I said, oh, I can still run and speak. So that's when I started speaking Excellent. for no money, just getting out there, practicing. Sure. People wanted to hear what I had to say about the Olympics. I'm like, cool. Didn't know <laughs> value. Didn't put any money toward it. I'm like, I'll do it. Not knowing that that was building up my resume and building my confidence and my speaking skills uh, and my stories for the now. So the transitions happened together. This is so beautiful. And it wasn't a lull at all because I was prepared and ready to move on. I wasn't injured. I was just older. I had made four teams and yeah. I'm done. This it's is all left amazing. my own position. You are a blueprint in your own world, but you're also a blueprint for every individual this is actually one of my favorite points of transition i said you have to prepare for transition while you're at your prime right right and and like and and the whole idea is that we'll never know what we're good at until we actually begin to do something take up interest take up a new skill and most most you know it takes a tremendous amount of focus and discipline to be successful at your craft but you can do something else Right. With with that little bit of downtime that, that helps. That is so, so powerful. So so you start you 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 get out there. This is amazing. I'm like, wow, you know, because you're a, you're really a pioneer in so many different ways. I just have to applaud you for that. So transition was smooth. You get out there. Well, see, Dave, I'm going to have to stop you, too, because you're right. Being a pioneer, you have to remember going back to college days it was separation. NIW, AAUs, yeah. I mean, um, AIW and then NCAAs. Men and women were separate. And oh my God. So remember, so we didn't come together till this is the 50th year of Title IX. Title IX. And is. I was really instrumental in the first part in 1976, 77, 78 with the Please. whole transition. So to see my daughter and all these youngsters um, now getting the same things that guys have, sure. having those opportunities is amazing. And so what I did was I used all of those strengths, 
So when I got into my business, I, I used, you know, um, my contacts and Excellent. my thought process to be successful in the in this um, speaking world Excellent. where I am now. So it was seamless for me. Excellent. But the work and the seeds were planted a lot earlier. And so when someone says, Joetta, you know, how'd you do it? How'd you, you know, how'd you, did you know you could do it? Sure. Well, I've done everything else and I succeeded at everything else. Mm. High school success, college success, pro success, why not business success? It's your mindset. Sure. And so I knew that you weren't going to outwork me. I was going to study the field. I was going to put mm. a team together that believed in what I was doing. I was going to work hard, craft my skills, and um, and hopefully, you know, be able to make a living out of that. Sure. And you say hopefully because I was like, yes, I didn't know if I was going to stay in that space. Yeah. So I liked speaking. I liked that whole avenue, but I had to branch out. Sure. To speaking, to events, to Excellent. camps, Excellent. all those different things. So now my joy to sports is now beyond. Woo, this is so good. Like, I love what you, I love the the, the step-by-step process that you, you actually just, so you, you can say, it's, okay, I'm going to build a team. I'm going to, Take a look at the field. That's a little research, a little yes. recon. You got to figure out. <laughs> yes. So you actually really had a true sense of understanding and probably the same, right? In athletics, you got to know what the lay of the land is to understand how you're going to position yourself for success. And, my, you know, and, and Pioneer is like this nice, nice, fancy and quote unquote sexy word. But, you know, it's also scary because you, you – no, no one's ever been there before, so there's not always this perfect roadmap. Right. And I think you, you know, you're actually sharing, you know, you, you, you. There, there was no perfect pathway to so many arenas that you've actually walked in. But the seed, you know, the seed, David, it was, it was planted. And when God puts the seed in you, you, you there's not a path that you go down. He leads you down it, but you don't go down the path. He leads you down that, that path. So Come on now. the vision of Jordan's Force and Beyond was there. Yes. Didn't know how I was going to do it. How was, was none of my business. Okay. You know? So it was a C plan. Yes. So when your kids say, I want to do this or I want to become that, that C was put in them because if it wasn't, they wouldn't say it. Mm. So now it's your job to say, okay, God, help me nourish that seed that was, was planted in them. Even though so you don't good. think that they should be a whatever it is. Yeah. That seed was put in them. So it's your job to... to Water it, cultivate Water it, and then let them navigate with with the guidance that you get from God. So that's what I now know happened. I love when it. it was happening. I was really young, sure. so I didn't understand it. But as I got older, I understood what was happening. Yeah. So whatever I wanted to do, it was a seed that was put inside of me. It just didn't, I didn't just think about it. Yeah. It was like it was planted. Oh, that's there. Came to you. And it, yes. You are. This is really inspirational. So I'm going. I want to. Pivot, talk to me about just the full, like when I say there, you, you add value in so many different ways. And, I, and I've, I'm like, I'm 42 years old. Yes. Um, so I've gotten to that point. I've been through that whole struggle where it's like, man, you know, what do I ask for? Knowing your value, yes. you know, how, how has that been? And what are the different components that you, that you now have with Joy Time Fitness? Mm-hmm. Because you have done, you've accomplished much and you're still, a pillar and one of the best at what you do. Share with us the platform that you you've been fortunate to create, and and um, you know what 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 fills you the most yes. in some of those services. Well, knowing your worth only comes from your value uh, monetarily comes from speaking to other people to see what the what the industry asks for. Sure, but I always say you have that because you ask not. 
So I mm. ask for what it is that I want. They say, and I and they come back and say whatever it is. Sure. When I was beginning, I would take whatever sure. because I was trying to get my feet wet and get the exposure. Mm-hmm. But I'm at a point now where I can say yes or no. That's right. And that's a good place to be. That's right. And however, if I do say no or yes to something that's not my normal number, you still get a great product because I don't compromise on my my delivery. Come on. So I always give you the best that I have. That's right. But if I'm doing something that's a little off, I have to want to do it. That's so right. So I can say, I, I, I can now make that, that choice, that I decision. Can, that's so fantastic. So I think that that is something that a lot of times we get we forget about. Sure. You do have choices to, to ask for what you want, to ask around the industry, to get, to get, a, to get a feeling what's going out there. Sure. doesn't mean that you, that's all you're worth. Yeah. You're worth what you can get. But if you don't know what you can get, if, if you're, <laughs> and if you're not prepared, there I'm going to ask for something because I'm ready for it. I'm going to go to a sponsor and say, I can put this event on. Why? And I tell you why. I remember my first sponsor I got um, uh, was a, called Amera Group for the foundation. Mm-hmm. It was a health, um, insur- a health in, the, in the health industry. Sure. And we wanted them to give us a grant. And they kept saying, no, 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 no. Mm. So I, I, I called up and said, hey, you know, why are you saying no? They said, you know, why should we say yes? And I told them why I thought they should say yes. And they gave me not all of it, but enough to get started. Sure. That next year, they came back and gave me double because I did such a great job at uh, what they gave me for a little bit. Sure. So my point is, uh, when you go into somewhere to negotiate, negotiate from a point of strength. Come on, man. And so, and that's what I've done Come over on. the years. And so... When you talk about the different ventures that I have, yes, everything is operate the same thing, different fields, sure, but still character, integrity, Excellent. accountability, excellence that all permeates through everything. Like Joe Time Fitness, sure, as you mentioned, is one of something that we're doing now, and that's fitness. It's a podcast called the Be Extraordinary Podcast. You gotta check that out, y'all. Be Extraordinary yeah, Podcast. Yes. Where can they find it? Well, that can be found on all of the um, listening platforms and then also on YouTube under Joe Time, J-O-T-Y-M-E Fitness. But the bottom line is that we try and make sure that we make a difference in your life Mm. by letting you know that you have value, that you matter, and that you can only be prepared for a situation if you put the work in. Come on now. So, Listen, there's there's no faith without works is there. You can yes. be believing till you're blue in the face, yes. okay? Until you put until you put them feet after the after your vision. Yes. It, it, there's there's nothing there. This is so valuable. So talk to me briefly about, you know, I could easily assume you talked about your parents. Mm-hmm. Who are some of the other, you know, like when I consider, you know, what it takes to 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 be and to do something great. Um, I said, no one, no one does anything of significance by themselves. Mm. So I don't necessarily subscribe. I know that people can do a lot with limited resources, yes. but no one's self-made. So right. who are some of the people within your circle through the years that have been, you know, really powerful impacts to your growth, development, yes. and success? Well, you're right. My parents, my mother's name is Jetta. My father's name is Joe. So they put Joe and Jetta together, and they got Joe Etta. So they were obviously the foundation of everything that I was about. Amazing. Then when I went to college, that was the first time that I saw women in charge and women winning was at Tennessee. We had Pat Head Summit, Terry Crawford, um, our AD was, um, was Gloria Ray, and then Joan Cronin, uh, wow. Debbie Jennings. And I still know these names because they left a big impact on my life. Talking about women in sports, women winning, and women wow. not only being the athlete, 
but being a coach, being an AD, yeah, being you SID. said Pat Summit, my yeah. hair is almost standing yeah, up. So you were there when I she was, was there when she was in the beginning of her <sighs> career. So to see that, so that was left a really big impact on my life because Tennessee was one of the first schools that had a mostly all women staff wow. in every avenue from the athletic trainers. So that was huge because I come from a spot where I had a man coach. Oh, really? men, men ADs, men's strength coaches in high school. Sure. You know, I didn't have a women's coach. So that was a big transition. And then wow. as I went through life, I had different mentees and mentors, I'm sorry, sure, sure. that uh, gave me direction, Dr. Lillian Green Chamberlain. And then I had my, you know, my, my siblings supporting me. Excellent. And I had friends that were really instrumental in, in where I was going, what I was doing. Sure. And then one now, like Tyrone, he does a lot of stuff with me now. My friend Tracy was always there. You got to have an accountability partner. Come on, someone now. that's gonna say, Joey, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> you Somebody over. can tell you the truth, right? Right. And you, and you value <laughs> now, their opinion. Were you ever difficult? Like, like I said, you you were had an honest moment where when they added that team, yes. were you ever difficult to coach? Like, was did you ever like you know any of your coaches ever say? Absolutely not. Okay, so I, that was I, that wasn't your that wasn't your in brand. Order to be a champion in anything, you have to be coachable. Come on, and I was coachable. They, I, I was one to learn. Mm -hmm. I, I trained hard. I sacrificed. I did whatever they told me to do. Mm. So I was definitely coachable. As a it matter is. of fact, they would probably tell you that I was really hard on myself. I was too hard on myself. Yeah. And that's probably, if, if they were sitting around this table, <laughs> I'm thinking that would be the consensus <laughs> that they would it. say about me. But that's who I am. Sure. That's the way I was raised, and that's my personality. Yeah. I'm not saying that works for you, but that gave me the edge. Trust so me. So when I got to a competition... I'm like, I'm ready. It were, it, I think it works for most. You know, I have a very simple form that I, I've said before. I always say it again, be where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, follow instructions. Right. And that's, that's the coachable side because ultimately, in order to get good, i.e. great at anything, you're going to need someone that's going to inform you and position you. But if you, if you can't get there, yeah. right, that's the... If you're not in position, you yeah, can't position, do anything. Right, right. And if you're not on time, it shows you don't value the opportunity. Like so that. it's just a little simple, a simple three-step process right. to get to get to success. But you said be coachable. And I think those are <clears throat> that's something that lasts us a lifetime, mm -hmm. right? Just growing in this in this space of um of being lifetime learners. And I think that's what allows you to be a dynamic leader such as yourself. Um now um, I, one one more thing. So I want to okay. Um, pivot back to just just your leadership style. You've like number one. You're like I can I, I look at where you are as a, as a mom to a Division One uh, track athlete. Um, you've 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 experienced some things socially, and some of the changes that we're all celebrating, and yes. so many athletes are reaping the rewards of. What was was there ever a moment like you know? Because I always do like to walk people through hard hard times, like yes. we're internally. You were like either hopeless. There was a mental health yeah. crisis that you had to. How did you dig yourself out of yeah. that place? If there was one moment, share share with me what that could have been like. You know, David, <clears throat> the, the mental health that word, and you know, I'm not going to even call it a buzzword, but that's a, a word. It's that a, we, it is a buzzword. Yeah, of, that that was not a word that we used. Then. <laughs> so I, I didn't know really yeah. that I was going through any of these things that I now know that you go through because. We weren't allowed to go in that space and talk it out and get in that space. So when you wow. were, you know, you were tired or you you were worn out or your people were saying things you didn't like, yeah. figure it out. You, you, you figure it out. Yeah, you're not leaving the school. Porter, the porter wasn't available. But even if it was available, 
You don't leave. You go talk to the coach and you figure it out. Wow. So, so mental health wise, I'm quite sure I had some of that going on, but I couldn't identify it back then because that wasn't something that was talked about. Well, like so, I, me personally, like I said, I definitely grew up in a little bit of a different different time and era. Got the chance to reap the rewards of the generation before me. Where you you're in, you're in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yes. They ever call you a nigga? Yeah. Have you ever uh, encountered you know, something that that was blatantly because you grew up in those times, and 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 even yeah. more so as a woman. Yeah. Like so, or, or did you, were there whispers? You know, and that's funny you say that, and that was one reason why my parents didn't want me to go south. I can imagine. But to be quite honest. I got called those names here up in the north. Wow. When I went to Tennessee, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait for someone. To, I was, you know. I'm, I'm from I'm from north. Right, you're right. I'm so from don't, south don't let the south. Right. So I was never, never happened. Big shout, Nashville. And I don't know if it was, and, and, and everyone did not know I was the athlete. There was no yeah. social media that put me all over everywhere. It never happened. I got called those names and dealt more with that here. Wow. Um, not to say that people weren't called that. Obviously, I, I know. Oh, shit. But you asked me if, if I was. Yeah. No. The, uh, I think the biggest moment, I, I never lost hope. And Thank like, God. You, can't, you can't lose hope. Yes, beautiful spirit. I got spirit. discouraged when the drugs were going on and, and I couldn't run the times. But my passion for the sport kept me there. Mm. And so since I was going to be there, and I knew they were going to do that. I couldn't harp on what they were doing. Sure. I could just run faster. So don't run two minutes, run 159. So just get, you know, get into that next meet. Go to the, you know, do, you're not going to win because you're not going to run that time because you just couldn't do it. Sure. But you could run a PR. You know? So that was what you my, have, my. You have such resilience. Was. Your mindset yeah. is so resilient. Um, no, I can tell no, no excuses. No, eliminate the excuses. You know, even in business, I don't get every grant, every event. You know, sure. but it wasn't made for me. And sometimes I may press the envelope and try and get there. But you know what I say? That's their loss. And sure. I'll come back next time. And when I come back next year, you're going to pay more than <laughs> you would have done if you got me this year. And, and, there and so, it is. And that's how I look at that. So I have had moments of disappointment sure. where um, I didn't get the modeling because I was black and I wasn't white and had blonde hair. Blonde. Yeah. I, I was told that. Yeah. And it had the Fifth Avenue look. And what that did for me was the person that they were giving the money to made me beat them. It, it, it just fueled me. On, so go. that's how I was, that's how I'm wired. Like, <laughs> so if you say I can't do something, I get fueled and I go, you know what? I was given this talent by God to do something with it. That's right. And on this day, my goal is to beat you and win this race. So, <laughs> and so that's, we're going to get how, the victory. That's what happened. That's how I look, looked at things. And even in, in business, when I, um, like I said, I'm speaking or doing camps or doing programs, People go, you know, how can you do that? How did you think about that? You know, how do you know to do that? And I, it, it just comes to me. And that, I'm in that space. It's like an interior decorator. They come in here and they go, oh, wow. Put that there, put that there, put that sure. there. I don't have that. <laughs> so I'm putting stuff where yes. it shouldn't be. Yes. Because I, that's not in me. Knowing your gifts, knowing yes. your, some, of, some of the ways in which you're unique, you lead, you see, you have vision. Right. This is, this is really powerful and instrumental. So, um. I think the one thing I'm coming around on, you know, like when I consider your life, there's a there's a living legacy between your own accomplishments, your family. You know, what do you perceive to be next and how do you want to be remembered? Well, when you think of Joetta, I want you to say that she was someone that cared, that she made a difference in the lives of others, that she sacrificed. And a lot of times you don't know what she's doing. 
you know, little things I do for people at track camps, the, the funds I give people and the money, you know, to go to meets and stuff. I tell them, look, do not tell anyone I'm doing this. Yeah. Between you and I, I'm not, I don't need my name anywhere. Just make sure they get there and they perform well and they're ready. So I think that that is what I would want people to say, that, that she cared. Yes. That she cared about other people more than she cared about herself. And that she wanted to make a difference in the lives of, of other people. Tremendous. And um, even though I care, I'm very, I hold you to task. So if I'm going to give you money for school, then you're going to have to have a certain GPA. And even if it slips, I'm not going to take it away if you're doing the best you can. That's excellent. And so I look at my grades the other day. I'm like, what in the heck was going on here? <laughs> but, but I'm not going to define a person by the grades. I'm sure. defining you by your effort. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we're responsible for, for, for giving our best, right? And I think ultimately everybody's best is different. And I think, you know, I think, but we can always measure when we, when we, can, when we can discern someone's giving their, their best effort. Yes. Results, you just kind of leave that in the hands of God. We all have different gifts, talents, skills, competencies. Right. And ultimately, they, they all yield different results. But when we bring all of that together, right. then we begin to, you know, do great things as a team, as an organization, right. as a community. Um, now, share with us just in general, like, where, where can we find... Yes. You know what you're most excited about, and where can we find more to uh, to celebrate the legacy of Joetta Clark Diggs? Wow, that's an open question. I'm gonna take take it all take, the way. Take it give away. Me a whole I'm, run. I'm, I'm most excited right now in my life. I think about my daughter. I'm excited uh, about watching her grow into a young lady. Talitha. Talitha. Excellent. Yeah, Good actually, she, she, I, I um, that's the biblical name is um, Jairus's daughter, and she's in Mark five fourteen. The little Talitha Kumna, little girl, arrived. Ah, okay. So when I was pregnant, I opened up the Bible and said, you know, dear Lord, I want to have a healthy pregnancy. I did like this, and I ended on Talitha's name. Beautiful. So I knew I was going to have a girl, and she was going to be healthy from day one. Mm-hmm. I didn't doubt mm-hmm. any anything. So she is my, God my is pride, and I'm excited about what she's going to do, not from a point of because I did it, but just seeing her do it differently but still having the same success. Amazing. So uh, business-wise, I'm excited about the um, – the podcast. I'm yeah. excited about the speaking, yes. and I'm excited about the um, conversation with. They're going to be conversations with Joetta, nice. and we're doing a Joe Time Fitness Fashion Show. And Ooh. so I'm using athletes. Maybe we can have you come down and be part of the come fashion on, show. We like use to get cleaned up a little bit. I like to get cleaned up. So that those are things I'm excited about. You know, I'm, I'm 60 now, so I have a lot less yeah. in front of me. I'm going, I'm going to confess because you know this this woman is so so beautiful. I couldn't believe that she had a daughter who who was a freshman or a sophomore. Yeah. I'm like, and I you know I, I met you I met yeah. you earlier. I'm like, but you know thank God you had a beautiful healthy daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you both are flourishing. Yeah, that's the, that's the plan. both are flourishing. But you know, David, I think that you you put into your life and you sow seeds in your life and yes. you just do good by people. To whom much is given, much is required. So I, I know that and I really believe that. Yes. I just don't say that. I help people. I'm excited about, you know, helping kids graduate from college and get into college and this making those contacts. I have all these contacts at colleges and if I can't help somebody, yeah, you know, what, that's not a good that's not that's not good. What's the purpose? So you yes, but you, you know how to mobilize those those contacts and use them. Yes. I just did a, a fun little episode on networking and like a lot of times we talk about network, but if you don't work the network, that's the key word. The key yes. word is to work it. So yes, you know how to work. It. I know how to work <laughs> it. And I think that when you said like what ultimately what would I like to see? Sure. Ultimately I would like to see 
all of the kids that I've helped throughout the years, he said, what do you want to leave? Just, you know, just know that they, they got their start sure. from someone that cared, yeah. and they took the ball and they ran with it. And it's just that, that, that Joetta believed in all of you. Yes. I believe that you can do it. Even when your parents said you couldn't do it, your guidance counselor said you couldn't, couldn't do it, I believe that you can do it. So when yeah. I see them come back or they get a text message or see someone over at Yale or see, you know, come on. the kids are doing so, so, so many wonderful things. It's amazing. It just makes me feel good. So to have them say, you know what, she believed in me when no one else did. I think when it's all said and done, that would make my legacy yes. continue on because through my daughter, sure. through all the kids that I've helped that are doing you know, good things and some that are struggling. Even when they're struggling, you still have, have to be there for them. No, that's you so can't powerful. turn your back on them. No, listen, you, you, you couldn't have said it better. You know, when, when I consider that, I'm certain you're going to see the goodness. You're yeah. going to see the goodness yeah. of the Lord in the land of the living. Um, because like I said, your life and your legacy precede you. Um, you know, and we never lose when we give and you're a giver. Mm -hmm. Like you never lose when you give. A lot of times, you know, whether you have, whether you give from abundance or whether you give from lack, right. it's, it's, still, it's still an opportunity. I tell people, you never lose when you give. Right. You're, making de you're making deposits and wherever you can make a deposit, there's going to be a Support. withdrawal. That's right. So your, your, your life is, is gone before you. Um, and honestly, it's really just, like I said, you personally, as well as your, your, your family, has served as an inspiration to me because I, as a kid growing up in Essex County, it was the it was like at the time it was like whispers. Yes, it's like you know the, the clocks <laughs> yeah. is around here. You know, so I'm my family. They still live in East Orange. Yes. So um, it, 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 I just want you to know that I'm one of those kids. I look at them, and I thank you for upholding what you've what you've what you've gained through your life experience, but continuing to lead the way for for at every level, not just athletes, men, young men, young women, women of color. You're an inspiration. And you're well worth the honor, and the best is still yet to come. Well, you know, and too, David, you have to be, you know, when I look at you as well, I'm about a lot of athletes that don't give back, that don't want to have these um, these forums that you are having this, with your wife. And that's sure. really amazing. So there's a lot to be said about what you're doing in, 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 in the community and how you want to give back. And that's so important so people can reach and touch and feel you. Yes. Even though you're iconic, you're still approachable. Thank and you. I think that when you humble yourself that way, you get much more out of what you're doing than if you act as if you're not approachable and you know um, you're not humble. Thank you so much. Yeah, you see how she just, you see how the blessings is flowing. We want to make sure the blessings are flowing in your life in the same way. You can be iconic. You can be approachable because that's what she is. I feel like what I've become today is 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 an extension of these dynamic relationships that's filled my life, and I'm so honored and thrilled to add you to that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Listen, we're, I'm full. I feel like I just ate Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving in, in the spirit. I feel like I just ate Thanksgiving in relation to life. I want to thank you all for having the one and only Joetta Clark Diggs here with us at Catch the Moment Podcast. Make sure you like, you subscribe, make sure you share. This is a story that will be told, continue to be told, but you're getting it right here at Catch the Moment. We will catch you next week and we will see you soon.